and a warm welcome to Smashing Secrets Feng Shui. We're your hosts. My name is Chloe. And I'm Joe, and we're a mother and daughter duo. This show is for all of those that are interested in Feng Shui, including those with no previous experience, but would like to learn how you can improve your life and your successes even more than you're doing already. That's right. This is the show for you because we're going to be breaking down the secrets of feng shui, making the principles much more accessible. This is so you can make your good luck better and make your bad luck smaller. And we're going to discuss how to do that with all the other interesting facts and features of feng shui and everything in between. I hope you enjoy listening. Good morning, my beautiful darling. Hello. Mother, how are you? I'm looking good. How are you? I'm I'm looking good. <laughs> are you feeling good? I am. I am. I'm feeling better than I look. Well, that's good. <laughs> this is so funny. So we're doing something new this this week. Uh, I'm actually at Mum's house, and we we don't know how to set up one microphone between the both of us right now. <laughs> so we are in the room next to each other doing it our usual way where we've got our own microphones, but we've had to close the door because it's probably technical stuff, but we've also got a cat each and I've got my cat tucked in this room with me. So I'm prepared to have lots of interruptions. Um, right now he's chewing on some cardboard, so if you can hear that, that's the cat. Um, and Mom's cat is probably sleeping because she's a babe, but my cat is um, psycho, crazy, crazy, yeah. <laughs> so Chloe, what are we going to talk about today? Well, I really wanted to talk about land formations because I feel that's really important for feng shui awareness. But before we do that, I do feel that it's important that we talk about the five element influences in terms of shape and colour and sort of everyday things because it helps people become more familiar with the using the five elements in a, in a descriptive way. So I don't want to launch straight into land formation if it's going to be a little bit too much without having the basic foundation in place. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I thought perhaps if we just recap on hi Theo, if we just <laughs> recap on the five elements, and then perhaps um, talk about their associated colours. I know we've we've took, we've spoken about it before, but maybe we could talk about it in a little bit deeper detail. And I think shape is um, very important because the five elements do have shape associations, which when you're looking at feng shui, because no all properties look different. All, they all have their differences. They have design. And all design is can be looked at in terms of five elements. So if we understand our self-element and we recognise which energies are favourable for us, it would make sense that we would look for something in the environment that is supportive of that. So having a deeper understanding of the five elements and their associations in everyday life I hope will encourage people to be a little bit more sensitive to their environment and recognise the shapes and the colours as in a five elemental descriptive way. Yeah? Sounds nice. <laughs> you were so staring at your cat just then. <laughs> He's got the zoomies. 
<laughs> so it, it sounds like all these tips are going to be really useful for not only thinking about buying property but maybe like interior design because you're thinking about the shapes and colors that you would do yeah because feng shui is also about the interior it's not just about the, ex- the the external environment which i do want to talk about that is really important so having an understanding of the land formation is really important when it comes to buying property but if you're not planning on moving then having an understanding of the interior and the influences it presents, then, yeah, then you can start looking at your home with feng shui eyeballs. Cool. Okay, so do you want to start with land formation, then shapes and then colour? No, we're going to put land formation to one side just for now because I, I think we should just really just talk about five elements in terms of just general just get a just an idea of it and i am going to test you while we go (laughs) right Um... just to see if you're listening (laughs) (laughs) because it could be theo stealing my thunder (laughs) yeah (laughs) you might have to rock him to sleep that might help so first of all, what when I asked you what the shapes are for each element, see if you can nail it. Because okay. to me, it's quite obvious. But but yeah, let's see. So right now we've entered a water tiger year. So we've got square. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I can hear you laughing from the other room and through my microphone and my earphones all at once. And I've also got the cat crashing around me and my ears are just going, no! Because I also edit these conversations, ladies and gentlemen, and I have got a job in front of me. So was the answer square? No. Uh, circle? So No, stop it, you're just getting... Triangle. (laughs) All right, all three were wrong. Hexagon. All right, stop. (laughs) (laughs) So we've got two energy influences. We've got the heavenly stem, stem even, of Yang Water, Ren, sitting on top of the energy of the tiger, which has a sort of casing of Yang Wood. So that's two elements. We know that water nurtures the wood, so the more stronger influence is going to be wood. Now, the shape of wood, which you obviously haven't got a clue on, is actually like, is a, is similar, is a rectangle. Or, I was going to s- say a rectangle. <laughs> I was going to say a rectangle. I was about to say rectangle. <laughs> Do you know why? Because, because you've gone through lots of other shapes which were uh, wrong. Yeah, but in Cartoon Network when I grew up, there was Ed, Ed and Eddie, and oh, one of the them. yeah, one of the characters would carry around a plank of wood, and it was the shape of a rectangle. So that's how I know that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're Ed, Ed, and Eddie just planting seeds of feng shui into your wisdom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that and the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> yeah. What be? What yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. So. Um, so yeah, so think of the trunk of a tree. So you've got the the, the the trunk of a tree, obviously not rectangle, but if you look at it in a two-dimensional way, it's long 
and slender. So that's the kind of shape you're looking at typically the impression of, of a tree trunk. So if you live in a house that's long and thin, do you remember when we lived in Fulham? Um, oh, on Monster Road. Yeah, that that property was was very long and thin. Mm-hmm. So that carried quite strong wood energy. Oh, okay. Yeah, or just in, in terms of shape, there were lots of other influences as well because it was made of bricks and mortar and... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Theo, point taken. (laughs) (laughs) I think we might have to do this episode again. He's just really keen on (laughs) killing it. Because he can hear you in the other room. I think he really wants to see you. So um, I don't know what to do about that. He's so confused. So the energy of Yang would 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 carry the shape of an, a rectangle, but um, if we look at the fire element, what shape does that conjure up to you? Circle. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the wrong answer? <laughs> Sorry that I'm not knowledgeable about shapes. You're not meant to laugh at my answer if I'm wrong. <laughs> but you're not thinking. I am. Okay. What, 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 why does a circle to you make you think of fire? <laughs> That's a what? good question. That's a good question. You don't laugh at me when I give you an answer. You ask me, why did you ask that? Why did you answer it like that? Well, I answered a circle because I thought the circle of life <laughs> made me think of fire. Well, you like know, the Olympics. Like, <laughs> sure. What's that to do with fire? Because they, they had the fire, ceremonial fire at the Olympics. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm thinking of like, you know, you know, like if you think of an emoji that's got like the fire emoji, the... The underneath of it. Can you hear the cat? Yeah. The underneath of it is like a semicircle, and then it goes into a flame. So it's sort of like so, a circle. So when you so triangle is it a triangle? It's a fire yes. triangle. Yes. So. so what made you what made you think of the triangle? Because you were about to explain that on the top half of that semicircle, <laughs> what shape does that remind you of? <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? You are quite correct, yes. Yeah, see? I am knowledgeable. (laughs) See, we can't redo this episode, Mum, because I'll know all the answers by then. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. So let's look at the circle. Circle. (laughs) What what element is the circle? Water. Now, why, why do you think that? Earth. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's round don't the, guess don't the guess the big blue marble that is earth is water it's not well, is it is it square 70 percent of the earth is water as are we is it a square <laughs> it's water square why why would you think water is square is it something you can stack mm, no okay <laughs> okay um, so going back to the circle uh-huh so what 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 things can it's you think? It's Earth a circle. I I see where you're coming from when you're looking <laughs> from space. <laughs> but it's that's Earth not the square. Is that yes, square? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Solid, regular. So that's, that's that's what you want. 
in a uh, house. <laughs> in a house. <laughs> house. Yeah. If you have a house that's quite got um, um, regular dimensions, so each side's fairly similar to its to the one at ninety degrees, so it's it's follows a square formation. Then yes, the Earth energy will be stronger in terms of sh- shape. It's got the association of the Earth energy. But going back to the circle, what can you think of that is circular and and in that you see every day? Molluscual. You can see that, can you? (laughs) The ether. (laughs) You don't know what I can see. You've never asked me. (laughs) What do I see every day that looks like a circle? Yeah. I'm just trying to think of all the elements that I haven't tried to guess yet. So we've done wood, we've done okay. water. <laughs> I just wanted it to be a bit more simple. Okay, Circle. so yeah. Um, all right, metal. You, yes. Now, what made yeah. you think of that? Oh, it's the last one to guess. <laughs> Coins around tend oh, to be round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Banks have domed ceilings. Tend to have domed entrances or or have. Um, uh, circular sort of shapes to their entrances. There's there's an association that if you have an entrance that's got a dome or a sphere or or a curved shape in in some way, that will ca- carry more of a stronger metal ele- element and will encourage more prosperity and currency through the door. Mm. Um, I mean, we're just talking about shapes. So it's very general at, right now, but each element will have a specific shape. So. We've covered the fire, triangles, and sharp angles. Yeah, so if you were looking at a house, if it had, like, you know, if you were in a rooftop, you know, like a converted rooftop, and it's yeah. all the walls kind of like, it's like if it's like you're in a giant triangle, right? The shape yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. would that mean it's like a, it's a more fiery room? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we know that heat rises, so people in penthouses and, um, living on the upper floors of apartment blocks or living, as you say, loft conversions, they, they're going to have a, a warmer atmosphere than somebody that's living in, say, a basement. Mm. Or somebody below ground will have a cooler, but a much, much stronger earth energy because they're actually built into the earth mm. and they've got the weight of the other apartments on top of them. So that carries a very different energy to, to the light space up the top Fires is associated with light and and particularly if you've got lots of windows. But if you have lots of natural light flooding in, you're going to have more natural fire energy. But if you've got these sharp angles all over the place, then, yeah, you're definitely going to have a a bigger, more amplified fire energy. Okay. Um, So we looked at the metal energy and we've looked at the wood energy and we've looked at the earth energy. So we haven't looked at water. So what do you think about the water? What shape for you how would how would you determine that shape what what does water do um it's it's hard to put it narrow it down into a shape <laughs> yeah absolutely um, that's right what does it? water do naturally when when you moves yeah so when you put it in a container style. what does it exactly that's spot on clo so basically, water doesn't have a shape. It it conforms to the shape of its containment. Oh. So if you've got a property that hasn't is a higgledy piggledy 
all over this place, that would be carrier water shape. That's the 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 shape of water is that it has no shape. <laughs> so anything that's an irregular shape that doesn't conform to the other shapes, you could call it, say it's got a more intense water shape. Mm. Or the energy of water is strong in that property. You could say that. Our our bath have you seen the shape of our bath? Yeah. It's, it's curvy. embarrassing. Yeah. No, it's curvy. So yeah. that's I mean, it's a bath, but it also, the shapes of it are kind of unusual. Yeah, because those curves will accentuate the metal element. So anything with a nice curve shape Mm. will carry a metal element. So if you think about interiors, if you've got, so let's look at it it both in a family way, but also in a commercial way. So if you think about a boardroom and you've got lots of members of the company sitting around a table what table shape do you think will carry better energy than another? What do you think would be, in terms of feng shui, a better way to encourage the, the flow of c- communication, to enhance the communication skill in a boardroom? What shape do you, table do you think you would recommend if you were revising them? Um, the free-flowing conversation? Yeah. Well, whatever, whatever fits the room. <laughs> if it's water, then whatever shape fits the room. Well, I hear what you're saying, but the water element is important for what? flowing of of. No, funnily enough, the metal element. Metal. Yeah, the metal element is round. It's never ending. Sure. Yeah. So, chi will follow shapes. So chi will move around shapes. So if you have um, a round table or a table with curved edges, you're going to have a more amplified chi for co- communication, for con- connecting with people, to to for the flow of of chi to continue moving from one person to the next. Yeah. So um, that was just a little thing I picked up when I was studying. Mm-hmm. So um, that was a bit. What so about... in the home, okay, yeah. In the home, it's a similar sort of thing. So, but it, you could, it could be a round table, but even uh, what they call what, what's it where you've got extended in the middle. So, it's is that oblong? Yeah, I think. Yeah, oblong. So, like a rectangle, sort of, but rounded edges. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you see, that's also going to be very popular because that you, by encouraging some of that extension in the middle you're incorporating some of the wood energy. So that brings in ideas and inspiration. So that could be really good for creative-based companies. If, cool. they, if you're looking at metal, the energy of metal can be very concise, strategic, structure, organisation. So those energies will be heightened at the same time. Whereas something more earth-based like um, properties, things to do with property or agriculture, or uh, land development, they would benefit from using more square sort of designs in their in their interior, and that's more to do with stability. So, see, you're wearing a t-shirt that's got stars on it. The stars would be fire, yeah, because they're just like five triangles. Yeah. On a blue background, you could argue fire and water is quite dynamic. Um, in terms of alchemy, that's it's all about transformation. So, the heat of fire can um, 
warm water you'd still need a vessel to like uh, to keep the water from ex- because water can extinguish a fire so if the water were to get too hot it could escape its container and extinguish the fire like saucepan boiling over or if the fire were too hot the water would evaporate and disappear as in terms of water vapor so fire and water is a delicate balance but if you have wood and metal involved as well you've got you can control it you've got a container and the wood will replenish the fire so you can manage it you can control the temperature if you like i mean i'm waffling on a bit anyway going back to the shapes because <laughs> <laughs> my mind's just going <laughs> well do you want to move on to color yeah so in terms of interior design you can look at the shapes of the interior and measure get an idea of which of the five elements are shining through and the same goes for color you can look at the colors that you're you're drawn to and the colors that you use in your environment and compare those to the either the flying stars or the bagua the sector that they appear in and then you can determine whether you're enhancing that energy or perhaps minimalizing it which might be important you can compare it to your own chart your your date of birth so you can for example I've got really strong water energy, so I would benefit from having lots more wood in my environment. You've got very strong metal energy, so you'd benefit from living near water or having some water, maybe a higgledy-piggledy house might be really perfect for you. But then if we look at colours and also what actual physical things in the environment are also going to have a huge impact. So let's not ignore that. Just because you live in a square house, if your square house is on the edge of an ocean, you're still going to have lots of water energy because that's surrounding you and that really takes priority. So I'm sort of just going a bit deeper from what's in the environment. We're looking more about shape and colour and texture. So in terms of shape, we've covered that. Colours now. So the metal element, what colours do you think they represent? What colours are metallic? Silver. Yep, gold, bronze, gunmetal. Okay. I would have got there, but Steel, fine. Iron. Yep. <laughs> Good answer, (laughs) Mum. You took the words out of my mouth. (laughs) Right, move on. What's the next one? (laughs) Taking all the fun out of this. Wood. Green. No, 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 no. Hang on, I'm getting finished. That's right, though, isn't it? So, in terms of, we'll go stick on. We're still on metal. So, Mm. in terms of um, interior design, a very popular thing is using colours, shades of grey which would come under the metal element. And How many shades of grey? <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Never read that book. Um, no, I mean, Or saw the or film. The film. No. no. Oh, should we do that later? That'd be nice. <laughs> Mother-daughter bonding. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I feel like but, we should um, skip that. Okay, but... <laughs> But also, the, <laughs> I was not going there, um, but the metal element, industrial things, it's sort of um, decor. So having us using um, actual iron or, or metalwork in, in, in terms of the design is going to carry a lot of that metal energy. So it's not just circular shapes, but I mean, tubing metal. Okay, so then you went on to wood. So, green. right, yeah, green. <laughs> Shades of green. 
Fight me. So, so dark green, would that be more yang or more yin? Uh, yang. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were hoping I'd get it wrong so you could laugh at me again, weren't you? Okay, what else? What else? I don't know. What? More colours? Floral. Floral. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Anything with a floral print. Is so- I wear quite a lot of flowery stuff. Yeah, me too. I like too, greens as well. Yeah, me too. Greens so, look crap on me. Is that because we want to have more wood? Wood brings us better luck. Well, for a metal person, wood is uh, your wealth star. So That's it right. attracts your Money. wealth energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas for a water person, wood is more to do with your business career, children. Um, oh. Were you creativity. wearing green when I was conceived? I don't know. I thought she did. Yeah. That was so, a really weird turn, sorry. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. Gross. Um red for fire. <laughs> I'm finished, I'm not finished. So wood. So natural fibres, organic material, including oh, even hemp. So cool. um so in, if you have um a des- an interior design where you use um silk and um Bamboo, another one. Um, very natural fibres. Carry, yeah, carry wood energy. Um, you know those what, those rattan rugs and things that they use in Japan. Oh, and very, Scandinavia, you can get lots of rugs for the yeah. wall. Wall hangings. Yeah. Really nice. I'd like to get one of those. Yeah. Sort of have one a bit like that. Yeah, lovely. Mm. And then, so moving on, fire. What um, what Red, colours? Orange. Okay. Interesting, yeah. And pinks and purples. Mm-hmm. All of those are fiery. And what about fabrics? Hmm. For, for fire. I don't know. Think about leather and suede. Why? <laughs> can't remember why <laughs> I suppose because they were once on a live animal skin uh. fur I suppose would be fire silk comes from worms yeah I always think of silk as being a wood though maybe fire don't know I'll have to check my books um, okay, so that's show me up. <laughs> uh-huh. Too right. <laughs> Tide is turning, quick finish. <laughs> All right, uh, colours of earth, earth colours. Purple. No, that's fire. We've just done purple. I feel like orange is earth. Yeah, well, that's why I've said interesting, because it's like a transitional I know. one. that was a clue for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, wow. um, yeah, browns All and the colours of soils, yeah, yellow. Yeah, yeah. Yellows through to browns, beige, chocolate browns, rich, dark, terracotta. I would, yes. I mean, let's be honest. You've got, you can quite easily have fabrics with that's got different colours and things. So you can, you can sort of think, well, what's that? It's got all the colours. So um, you don't. You've got nothing is a hundred percent. You can have lots of things overlapping as well. But yeah, shades of brown, and in terms of materials in your the home, anything to do with um, ceramic, stone, so um, 
marble, crystals, all of that. So where are we? So we've done metal, we've done wood, we've done fire, we've done earth. Water, what colours association of water? Blue. And black. So shades of blue. And um, in terms of interior design, how would you represent the water element? Aquarium. Yeah, good, good. I'd like one of those. Water features. Mm. Yeah. So there's all sorts of interior ones, exterior ones. I mean, there was a school of feng shui that I did study briefly called the Water Dragon um, School Formula, Water Dragon Formula. And I think in the 80s or early 90s, it was quite popular in the UK. I'm not sure about in other countries, but it was quite popular to to make to look at your drains your system of drains and how the water flowed around your house using man-made um, plumbing well that's i've since gone deeper into that and actually that, that you, you can't use the water dragon formula on man-made that you can't force the water the formula doesn't work if you use if you could use it in consideration of man-made plumbing and drain formation it has to be natural flow of water it has to be where the water flows naturally so it's more to do with streams underground just how the water moves naturally so you can't use the water dragon formula for the home in man-made plumbing sorry that went on a bit um good tip yeah but water is very powerful for wealth attracting wealth and do you remember when I did try to do some uh, tong shu groundbreaking in the home using that big grey jug? Mm-hmm. And do you remember what happened when we did it? Yeah, we started arguing. Massively. So and I've we got... don't argue. No, we don't. And, um, and very quickly it became very emotional, overwhelming. And that's because my water energy is too strong and your metal's so strong that it was it just became very emotional. So water is the element that is associated with strong emotions. Now we did get what I wanted, which was the wealth. We, it triggered a lot of wealth and we attracted a lot of wealth at that time. But it, we had to dismantle it very quickly because you and I were miserable, absolutely miserable. And we did um, it twice as well. And it worked and it worked both times, but the side effects were just as strong both times. So I don't use the water method myself for the tong shu, although I do recommend it for my clients for groundbreaking days. You would probably be good with the water method, but not when you're at my house. And in fact, when you get your own property, I would recommend that you buy somewhere where you can see the water from the front of your home. So you've got a jade belt. That's what they call a jade belt. So particularly if you've got um, some some hills and structure behind you, and even to the side of you, so you're like nestled in an armchair and you've got a ribbon of water or, or a natural formation of water in front of you, that would be really good feng shui configuration using the mm. landscape. Yeah, I really liked when we lived by Wandsworth Bridge because you could just walk for about a minute and then you'd be by the water and it would take yeah. all your stresses away. Yeah, yeah. And do you remember the birds when those birds? Yeah, I think they were. Were they swallows? Swallows? Uh, I'm not sure. We did have swallows and swifts. Swifts, yeah. But when those clouds of birds, I think they were starlings. Starlings, yeah. They would migrate over, and then there would be some point in the year where you just get 
thousands upon thousands and they would just dance around the bridge and they go like swooping underneath it. It was just so nice. Yeah, lovely. Really, really nice. Yeah. That was a nice house there. Yeah. What was was I guess nobody else would know, but what what element was that house? Because that was that had a lot of earth energy. That was wow. um, it was very square, very regular shaped. Mm. It had um, it was facing northeast, the back and the southwest. So they're both earth directions. Mm. It was uh, part of a terrace, so it, it it was surrounded by other similar sized blocks, just like a kid with the uh, building blocks. Mm. You know. That did have a lot of earthy, but we were very close to the water, so the water would have been good for prosperity. Mm. Unfortunately, that was the house where I had cancer, <laughs> so yeah. it wasn't great for me. No, <laughs> not great for me either. But <laughs> yeah, that's the main thing. That's important. No, but but it was part of our, our growing process, and you know, unfortunately, cancer is something that does happen to people when they least expect it mm. i mean i did have it in a an inkling of it in my chart but yeah it was a bit of a shock all the same but mm. you know well that was 12 years ago and another tiger year yeah actually would you have had it the year before um actually i was diagnosed in 2009 which was a ox year but yeah that, that was a rough year yeah yeah did not like that year but um, but I was in the middle of my three shahs and there was loads of things going on. What's anyway, a three shah? Okay, well, three shahs. Three shahs are really important. And in terms of Aspazi astrology, when you see the three shahs, some people take it as a very negative sign because it's almost like your wings are clipped where you're unable to use your free will in just the same manner as if you as if the three shahs weren't there. So for me, my three stars started at the age of 15 and they went on till they were 30 years because there were 10 years for each one. And they went on till I was 45. And I did resist it. And uh, my, and when you resist, so three, oh, how can I call it? The three stars are like a learning curve where they the stars are just trying to give you some limitations, some boundaries so that they, you're sort of steered a little bit. So your free will, you still got your free will, you still can do everything you want, but if you deviate from the three shards, you quickly encounter not bad luck, but resistance. So if you go with the flow, absolutely fine. But if you deviate in any little way, things go against, so you sort of have more challenging obstruction or, or yeah, okay, more bad luck. So in my my situation, my three shahs, when I was young, my dream was to travel, to travel around the world. I was going to backpack. I was going to be one of these nannies in a ski resort. Oh, an Yeah, one of the, and because that's how, when, when we grew up, we had au pairs and they were beautiful, lovely girls. And it really, that's really how feng shui started for me because we had Japanese au pairs. And I remember one, Chico, when I was about seven and we were watching Miami Vice. And uh, Don Johnson was it was at a in a, a what to call them a building site, and they were putting up this big skyscraper, and it had a square cut out at the top, so there was no apartments in this this part of the building. It was just just this square going through it, 
And I and she said, oh, I said, well, that's really daft. Why did they design that? No one can live there. She says, no, darling, that's for the dragon to fly through. So for me as a child, I was like, wow. <laughs> and that, you know, and that's for me how it started. But the three shards hadn't yet come into effect, but they did when I was about 15. So I always wanted to travel, and I did. I did go to the Far East and um, I was about 18, and I was looking actively for feng shui teachers, which I didn't find, but still. When my three shots did come in, I couldn't, I didn't have the, for whatever reason, my, I was sort of kept <laughs> in a very limited way. And about whenever I tried to go out of that boundary, I got into trouble. And eventually it got me to a situation where I started to write. So I started to learn. So for me, the three shots were to do with writing and to absorb information because of the water. But the, I started, Somebody just said one day, can you um, can you write astrology for my website? So I said, yeah, okay. So before I knew it, I had three separate companies. All one, and Some of them were big, really big. So I was writing astrology for Barnes & Noble. I was writing astrology for um, another company. And then this other one called Horror Scopes about all the things that could go wrong, <laughs> which I thought was hysterical. <laughs> anyway, for, so suddenly I'm writing nonstop. Um, all about Barzi and, and astrology, which was great fun, but really hard work. So hats off to all those people out there doing it. I know how hard you work and it's really hard. And then somebody said to me, could I write a book about feng shui? So I thought, yeah, okay, thinking I had all the time in the world. They said, we need it in six weeks. No. So I was like, oh my, yeah. So I was like, oh my God. So I'm quickly writing this book. And then and somebody else, anyway, it, 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 so that's how the books came out. Um, and so while I was working with my three shahs, I was propelled. I was, things started to come, good things started to come to me. Opportunities started to come. Things that were stretching me and challenging me, but in a very positive way. But when I deviated from the three shahs, when I tried to do something myself, um, independent of that, I very quickly found problems and difficulties. So I see the three shards as a more positive situation. But some people, if if it's going against their will, if it's going against what they want, and it could come in forms of business or relationships or all sorts of things, um, some problems in the house, it could, it, whatever the lessons are that you're here to learn, the three shards will amp it up big time. And everybody will go through the three shards at some stage because they come through every year they come in they can come through in the luck pillars which means 10 years each that's the situation i had that's when i got cancer so that was a lesson for me to learn and in and i was always interested in food and nutrition and when i was younger i exercised like mad did tai chi qigong was really interested in seeing an acupuncturist and herbalist i was really focused on health so for me to get ill was a complete shock. I wasn't mm. prepared, as particularly as I saw myself as a very young person. I was in my thirties, so and but let's take it the positive. I survived, and I'm still here. And now I understand what it does to people, to families, and to my to my clients that are going through it. So I can I, I get it. I understand what they're going through, and I can empathise, and we can go a bit deeper in the feng shui because we've got that understanding of energy exchange that we can both relate to and see and understand what what was going on in terms of disease and what what could be triggering that so it is 
the more you do it, the more layers you uncover, the more things you see, the more patterns that you recognise. So um, I think today's sort of lesson, if you like, or, or chat about colours and shapes on the surface seems pretty simple. Actually, the more you practice it and get used to it and see it, you'll start seeing patterns in other areas, and including the three shards, because the three shards do come up every year. So it's good that we mentioned the three shards because this lady who we're going to do as our... Um, Mini reading. Yeah, she has got the three shards coming up this year, next year and the following year. So I would like to to talk about that. Okay. So have we covered everything on in terms of shape and colour, textures? I didn't really go into the environmental effect of the five elements because we can do that another time but we didn't really any... talk about texture i guess we did a little bit like the leather and stuff yeah materials um mm. so yeah texture's t- tricky isn't it because you we could talk about fluffy <laughs> and spiky <laughs> and it makes absolutely no sense <laughs> yeah maybe let's let's uh maybe Think Brush about that. Past that. <laughs> yeah. So let's move on to the mini readings and see about that. Okay, so we've got a young lady who was born on the 2nd of May in 1993 at 4.30am. And she has got quite a lovely chart, actually. A very interesting chart. So I can see water, I can see wood, I can see fire, I can see earth, I can see metal. So somebody who's got all who's got um, all five elements within her chart. So I would say somebody that's quite sort of well grounded and quite understanding, got quite a wide perspective of everything because she's got a little flavour of everything there. She's born during the year of Yin Water over the rooster. We know the rooster, as uh, the earthly branch, will support the energy of yin water, the gua of yin water. And her self-element is yin water. So that means she attracts favourable people. So I think she's absolutely a lovely person who's got quite a strong spiritual interest because yin metal is an unconventional resource to the yin water. And she's also got the month of yang fire dragon. So she's got a fire dragon in her month. The dragon combines with the rooster. So I think she's great at communicating. Maybe that she communicates as part of her job. She should be very good at networking and all forms of communication. So not just speaking. Roosters love to talk. Mm-hmm. So as I'm a rooster and I love to talk. That's a <laughs> fact. <laughs> But with the dragon, she's got that happy-go-lucky, charming aspect in her personality, sunny, bright, happy, but she's also got strong skills as a communicator. And the day of birth, we've got yin water sitting on top of the goat. So essentially, that that water isn't that well supported. The dragon has got... Um, storage of water inside, but that's only released at certain times. For example, with the accompanying stars of the monkey or the uh, rat, or when it comes in contact with the dog, 
the storage of water opens with the storage of fire in the dog. So she might worry. She might have um, little flutters of um, maybe becoming exhausted just because imagine yin water like is similar to a soft rainfall. So with a strong fire in her chart, it's almost like she's got walking around with a rainbow, but that water is absorbed by the earth. Earth to her is her power and her status. So she could be somebody in, in a position of authority. It can also represent the men in her life. So um, she's got both yin and yang there. So, so shows her husband, potentially a, a boyfriend turning into a husband to do with work, maybe. Maybe she meets them at work. Or maybe she maybe she meets somebody who's in position of authority. And then her hour, we've got Yang Wood over the tiger. Now the tiger combines with the goat in her day. So she's got good ideas, very creative, inspiring. Again, I get a sense of somebody in, who's in an action position or somebody that's got strong ideas of how things just maybe somebody in I get a feeling of somebody in a position of authority or should be in a position of authority maybe as she gets because she's quite young now but look at this her luck pillar is yin earth over the goat that combines with the yang wood makes more power and status so I, I keep getting these little feelings of somebody in a position a high position and She's also attracting, so maybe somebody in a man's world or somebody formerly in a man's world, which is now being overtaken by these wonderful women. But there's creativity, but uh, but there's something very strong, grounded about her, but some and something to do with her action orientated purpose, very purposeful energy. The tiger is a, another s- clue that there's business, very good, strong business mind. And we're into the tiger year. So uh, the tiger comes up a bit later on in the three shards, but let's just quickly run through the other special stars. So we've got Flowers of Romance, the Rat and the Horse. I should imagine June this year, big, big things to do with uh, romance. June, July this year. Even a little taste of it later in February, March. Could be nice for her. Travelling horses, change is going to be indicated by the snake and the pig. So November, big change indicated at work. Noble stars, rabbit and snakes to next year, helpful people. Star of the arts, so she thinks differently to other people. Star of the arts comes under the goat. So essentially she's she's on a slightly different wavelength to the people around her. Although she's, I think, very popular and attracts favourable people, I think she's also a highly creative person who has a lot of responsibilities. And then I get to the three shahs. So the three shahs for this young lady are the tiger, the rabbit and the dragon. We are in year of the tiger. We're in month of the tiger. So the next three months, particularly, she's in a position of a learning curve. And I think it's to do with her work because she's a water person and work would be represented or career or children, creativity, could also be healing, something like that, comes through in the wood element. So February, March and April are very 
possibly not very, but possibly quite pressurized for her. Maybe there's a lot going on, lots of opportunities. Maybe she's got a lot to cover, lots to create or present or develop. And that's actually the uh, spring for the next three years because we've got Year of the Tiger, Year of the Rabbit and Year of the Dragon. And that's going to lead us into period nine. So I would say that the next three years starting now are going to really be important for her for in terms of her long-term prosperity and um, and good fortune because even though the wood energy is, is favourable for her, we've got the three shards which just have that little bit of boundary limitation going on so if she goes she goes along where with things in harmony so she works with the three shards in harmony it's going to propel her much 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 further than she even anticipates she's going to achieve much more and receive a bigger wider sort of audience or or success because fire comes under the success aspect celebrationary energy for for water people and she's also got stars that s- suggest that period nine is going to be exceptional period for her. And she's that's ramified until she's 31. So she's in a period of, of good luck, very good luck, lots of signs of harmony. But we've got a three-shar filter, if you like, which means it's it's going to focus that chi in a particular direction. So she, whatever's going on, I think, give it her all. And it, okay, sometimes it's going to be tough because when – to make an opportunity prosperous, you've got to work with it. You can't just let it land in your lap and let it sit there doing nothing. You've got to put extra effort in yourself. So when something happens, you really give it your all. And then suddenly it's like a rocket going off. You're suddenly whooshed into realms that you hadn't even considered. And I feel like I can help because my energy, Yang Water, although we could activate the Yang Water in our home, represents her heaven star of virtue and her month star of virtue. Well, we've got yang water this year in the tiger. So that means even if she's having to face her fears, sometimes water can be fearful, scary. Just look at 2020. That was a strong water year. If she if she faces her fears and really goes for it, she's, she's protected from danger because heaven star of virtue and month star of virtue are having almost like angelic protection. You've got stars around you that prevent you from from being in harm or harm's way or just steer you away from from that kind of unpleasant energy and it also represents people with that kind-hearted people puts you in touch with people that are willing to help and and people that enable the miraculous to occur can have, I'm not saying I'm a miracle worker but I'm saying she's got that energy around her so this is a great time because this month, February, is Yang Water over the dragon. So she's got two. She's got the heaven and month star of virtue, virtuous stars. She's got star of the arts, which is double in her chart, one in her day of birth, which is who she is essentially, and one in her current luck pillar. That is really good energy for for this for this time, for now. It combines the goat combines with the tiger the goat combines with the rabbit has a challenging aspect with the dragon i'll be honest um and then we enter period nine where the goat star's really lucky so i'll be interested to see what she does for for a career because i think it is i mean it could be kids could be children if she's creating having babies could be that 
because there is a, a male energy as, around her as well. Mm. But if it's career and business, I'd be very interested if she's involved in either healing or creativity or maybe um, what other good things can I think of? Publication, all sorts of things. Nice. Yeah. That, that okay? Yeah, cool. Well done. Sounds very good. Lots of insightful information that I'm <laughs> sure she'll very much appreciate. So thank you in behalf of her from me. Ah, oh. Well, if she ever feels like getting in touch, I'd be very curious and um, I'd love to help if she needs it because my water is quite good for her. Mm. She might not need it. There's plenty around. Mm. Anyway, my sweet, should we go for a walk? Yeah. Oh, and that's also a good time to tell our listeners about our new idea, our walk and talk. So we've got the mini reading feature and now we're thinking about doing a walk and talk feature and it will be us going for walks with little microphones stuck to us. and Different locations. Different locations. And sort of with the aim of finding hills for yeah, good luck. T- we're going to be discussing land formations, but rather than just trying to condense it all into one episode, which we will do, we'll do a description of, of what we're looking for and, and what we, we measure as, as benevolent, particularly dragons. But it's also an opportunity to look at the energy in different parts of of the country, maybe parts of the world. Maybe we we do we go abroad and just look at different feng shui's perceptions around different towns and cities, and just describe it as we do it. I think it would be really refreshing. Meet people, yeah. maybe yeah. do little mini feng shui readings if people want their house looked at. We can go visit, have a cup of tea. Yeah. Whatever, whatever works. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> maybe look forward to that at some point. Yeah, sooner, I think. Yes. I think it'd be good to get out, particularly with yeah. your cat. Although he's gone quiet now, hasn't he? He's chilled. Yes, he thankfully has gone to sleep <laughs> after attacking my room. <laughs> um, thank God. <laughs> Uh, please accept our sincere apologies for all the crash bang wallop at the beginning of this episode. Um, it was funny, but also incredibly distracting. Um, and yes, that's the end of this episode, I reckon. I think so. Love you. Bye. Uh, (laughs) It's a bit sudden. All right. Bye. (laughs) No. That's so bad. That's so bad.